When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothman back in the chair. And to celebrate the first piece of silverware this season, we've got two regulars and a debutant. Uh, all four of us fully recovered from uh, yet another trip to Wembley yesterday. Uh, starting with our regulars. First, a view from a blue, Stuart Allwise. Stuart Allwise. Normally I'm known as Stephen. I got, did I call you Stuart? <laughs> Shall we start again? I don't know many things, I but I know my name. Can you be Stephen Brodkin then tonight? Be what you like, mate. We've got Stephen Allwise and Stuart Brodkin. Hello. Evening. And making her debut, a very warm welcome to Lisa Rabinowitz. Lisa, hello. Hello. Uh, really good to have you on the show. And uh, can we just, we tend to, with sort of new people on the show, sort of find out a little bit about their city heritage and uh, getting to understand kind of first game and sort of favourite players. In, in, you know, so first game, do you remember your first game? First game was against Tottenham in a cup on a Sunday. We, there was a pitch invasion. I think ah. we lost 5-2. I remember it well. Were you on the pitch at the time? I or was you on not on the pitch. Um, but obviously that is what got me coming back for more. No, I would have gone earlier. I just wasn't allowed to go to games earlier than I did um, my dad used to go with my brother and I just used to sit at home waiting for them to come home and tell me what the score was and kind of so. all time sort of city favourite you were kind of a Sean Goater girl or Kim Cladsey oh no um, we, ask, we always start with the difficult questions yeah. first well I used to be a bee green summer bee fan I liked my wingers and now it's just too difficult to answer Aguero is the obvious but they're all great aren't they after yesterday yeah. they certainly are <laughs> we might come back to that so you're definitely Stephen aren't you I am good that's always a good starting to get your name of your guest right first of all so Stephen Allwise um I've got kind of three key topics written down. I guess they're the three that you prepared for anyway. I know you prepare meticulously for this show every week. Hours of notes. Is it kind of the willy? What an amazing performance after the criticism, you know, following the Chelsea game. Is it Vincent Captain Fantastic and what a difference he makes to the team? Or is it Manuel, that charming man, didn't he make a fantastic decision? I mean, you know, they are the three topics we are going to explore in some detail. Where are we going to start, Stephen? Help us here. We'll start with the goalkeeper. And I thought it was quite telling after the game what Pellegrini said about he'd rather have played Caballero and lost than not been true to his word. Um, because we know that Caballero will have played in all the domestic cup games throughout the season. But it, it's one of those... And I've been quite critical of Pellegrini and despite winning, I still don't think he's a great manager. But you won't get many players who will talk badly about him and when he came to City you listened to all the players at his previous clubs and it was positive and I think even if you leave City in the summer without winning anything else the players will still say how good he was on the man management level 
and that's what he's done with Caballero. He trusted him and he's played him and he could have easily put heart in for the final after all the criticism, but he was true to his word and that probably breeds some confidence to the players. Now, I'm going to share a secret with the listeners, Lisa, because you contacted me before this show, before the game, and said, you better not play Caballero. And you, know, yeah. and you were not alone, to be fair. No. Uh, but you weren't. So just help us understand that and your thinking now. And Well, I, I think it's all very well to say you, he'd rather lose than lose his word, than not be true to his word which is a very nice thing to say and I don't have an issue with him as a man but as a manager I think that's really not the right message to send at all however I think what he could have done was make that not his word like rather than have to go back on his word if that's what he doesn't want to do then don't make that your word from the outset because Yes, it all turned out fine yesterday. No one would have expected it to. But had it gone to penalties and Hart been in goal and we'd have lost, no one would have said, oh, well, you should have played Caballero. But had we lost due to something Caballero had done or not done, then obviously, you know, what the criticism would have been. And if he... It worries me a little bit that he cares more about his word than the fact we could have lost as a fan. I understand he's a man of his word and... That's very noble. But he's there to win games and win competitions. And I think he got very lucky yesterday, really. And I, there, there was, even just before Liverpool's goal, I felt, in, in, when they equalised, I felt Caballero's indecision didn't help in that he came out to get the ball and then went back again and did that a couple of times. And that kind of thing concerns me. And I know it doesn't matter now. I probably won't play for us ever again. But it's... <laughs> You know, that, that was my main concern. That is a constant thing you see with him. And when our defence hasn't been wonderful all season, and yeah, company's back, so it looks better. But why, why make something that's not in, in its greatest state weaker by not playing your strongest goalkeeper? Were you disappointed when you heard Willie was, was in nets? Or actually, oh, well, were you quite, you thought that was, it was always going to be the case? Yeah, I thought that was always, he'd yeah. said prior yeah. to the game and all through the cup run that he would play, um, play um, uh, Caballero and, and he did the same thing with Pantillimon if you remember we won the cup the league cup with him as well so I think he's a man of his word I think he he, 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 probably, he probably feels that even though the keeper is not as good as Hart we could still win with the team we've got and probably he's right but the second the wider issue around your second choice goalkeeper it's a very hard position to fill you're not going to get any decent goalkeeper who comes and will not play a game for three years. Richard Wright does it because he's in the process of getting his keeping badges and he's English and he's at the end of his career. Caballero, when he came, will have been promised, I'm sure, you will play the cup games. Yeah. Mancini did it with Pantillimon, I think, in the FA Cup final. He took him out for the final. That, I guess, loses respect within the, the dressing room. Mm. But you look at someone like Begovic at Chelsea... He's far too... I mean, he's been fortunate. Courtois has been injured, so he's played a bit. He's not going to sit on the bench not doing anything for two years. No good keeper or keeper who's good enough to challenge Hart and provide competition will accept not playing at all. You've got to give them the chance to stake their claim. And is a good keeper. Pellegrini had him at, at Malaga and will trust him. And it's probably hard for him to be in one game out for two months. Actually, he didn't have to do anything during the game. I think he made one save... Yeah. Whether it was at the end of 90 minutes or in no, extra time. It was an extra time. The, the, the but actually, yeah. we probably expected him to have been busier than he was. He was fine. Um, 
and you could you could see, could see what, it, what it meant to the players at the end that he was the hero. Well, it's interesting. I sort of took my microphone down Wembley Way yesterday, uh, as I have done as I have done in the last few years uh, at Wembley, and uh, asked some City fans their views. Remember, this is before the game, and it's interesting that Willie actually did dominate the conversations. So we're on Wembley Way, and we've popped into uh, into Tom here. Uh, Tom, travel down this morning from Manchester? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, left at seven o'clock this morning. Well, you're looking good on it. Uh, so your thoughts about uh, today then? You excited? You worried? You optimistic? W- w- how do you feel? Excited and optimistic. If we lose, then so be it. But we're going to win. We are a better team than Liverpool. And if we play the way we can, as long as the manager picks the right team, we'll, we'll, be, we'll beat them. You're not suggesting that he drops Willy Caballero in goal, having said he'll be our cup goalkeeper? He can't do that, surely? Well, he didn't have a good game last week, and based on that, I would drop him. But then he played two good games against Everton in the semi-finals, so, you know... I... Uh, your thoughts before that obviously this is interviews taking place before the game how are you feeling are you feeling pessimistic optimistic feeling a lot more confident than I was before Wednesday uh, I think we can win if everybody plays like they did on Wednesday and have you got a prediction for us then today a score prediction 3-1 same as Wednesday 3-1 lovely I'm turning around here you want to join in as well Where, where's your city scarf you're here you've got a blue jacket on but absolutely no city Oh, very excuse me, we go back to Gorton here. This is impressive, my word. Excuse me. City I, wedding ring. City, right, we'll start again. City wedding ring and a Gorton top on here. My friend, nice to have you with us. Welcome to the Man City Show. Uh, give us some thoughts about this afternoon then. Well, I'm Tony from Salford and I've always been a blue. I think we'll win today. I think Liverpool have got a good side. My first game, by the way, was Middlesbrough, 1-0, 1979. Casimir Dana swinging on the, uh, goal, uh, on, on, like the, on, on the crossbar. Um, and I think uh, if Vinny can go through all the game, we, we shouldn't have a problem. I'm very excited because I literally bumped into Man City show regular Rob Behrens. Rob, this is very exciting to be back on Wembley Way, isn't it? It's what Joe Mercer would call scintillating. Really exciting to be here, isn't it? And if you feel the buzz. And uh, your first trip to Wembley, just, just remind us when that was, Bob? 1969 for the FA Cup final, that glorious Neil Young goal. Wasn't that a wonderful goal? Yeah. So we're back here again and against Liverpool. Yep. And uh, we've had you on the show recently giving your prediction, but a, few, a week or so on, how do you feel standing here an hour or so before kickoff? Well, first of all, it feels a lot better having got that great performance against Danilo Kiev. What I want to see is commitment and passion on the scale that we saw on Wednesday. And if we show that, then we'll do okay. Do you want to give us a prediction then in terms of... I don't make predictions. I just want uh, the team to fight for the shirt and do their very best possible. Karen is here all the way from Manchester. Good trip down? Yeah, really good. We were on a coach with 80 people. It was really good. Good atmosphere. And in terms of today, what do you, what do you, what's going to happen today, Karen? Let's have your prediction, um, please. Well, I think it's going to be a 2-1 two, two win to City, obviously. And with, uh, with Willie in goal, how upset are you? Do you think you should have changed that and put Joe in? Or uh, we understand Willie is between the posts today. What do you reckon to that? I think it should be Joe Hart. I, love, I, I like Joe Hart. But good luck, City. <laughs> now we've bumped into Bod. What do you reckon is going to happen this afternoon? I think it's going uh, to be a, a tough game. Uh, it depends on the team he's uh, going to pick. But um, I think if he doesn't choose his top uh, keeper, I think we could be in for a tough game. 
but he said to him he's going to play him, hasn't he? So he, how can he go back on that? He said, Willie, you're our cup keeper, and Joe's on the bench. He can't change that, can he? He could do if he wants to make the right decision. So let's have a prediction then, Bob. I think it could be, i say, a close game. It may even go to penalties, but uh, I'm going for a 2-1 City win. So let's turn to uh, Captain Fantastic then. And what a difference. We, we, we just look a different side with him at the back, don't we? Man of the match performance yesterday. I thought he was lucky to stay on the pitch, actually. Uh, he should have been booked before he was booked. Um, but that having been said, uh, I thought a, a commanding performance at the back. So, you know, man of the match, but by a mile. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's just ridiculous how much we rely on him, though. Um, the difference in the team is... It's just like it's like watching two different teams, and it, it's worrying that we are that reliant on a keeper. He is um, a one player. He is he's the leader, and he is also a much better defender than most of our other defenders. But it's that for me, it's the leadership on the pitch that makes the biggest difference when he's there. We look directionless when he's not on the pitch. And Otamendi seems to improve as well, doesn't he? Yeah. When, yeah, when I'm he, when not a big it. fan of Otamendi, but when he's when he has played with company recently, he's looked about 100 percent better. Yeah. Uh, I think I think what Lisa was saying is right. He organises the defence. It's not just that he's a good defender. He he's got a great positional sense, not only for himself but for the others around him. And I think that gives them confidence. And they looked a completely different defence yesterday. I would say. I personally enjoyed Otamendi's reckless, needless sliding tackle <laughs> after six seconds. <laughs> Someone in the Otamendi household has won a bet on that. But he does generally look calmer alongside company, a bit more... Uh, composed. Composed, astute with his positioning. Also, I think the midfield worked a lot harder than they have done, which therefore helps out the defence who aren't having to push forward ten yards to try and pinch the ball. Fernandinho on the right wing... He's not a right winger, we know that, but he's there, I think, for two reasons. One, to give legs to the midfield, because he'll go up and down. Secondly, it frees up Silva to play further forward and more central. But when you've got Fernando, Fernandinho and Sterling in your midfield, who will press all day long, and Yaya, who is not suited to that, but the last couple of games has really dug in, it makes a huge difference to the defence. There were times, yes, because they dominated possession for quite a lot of the game. They had very few chances, of course, as we know. But actually, they, they dom- there were times I felt we were missing a sort of a Nigel de Jong type who would really sort of start to sort of give us a bit of bite in midfield and actually get a challenge in. There were times where we were standing off. I don't know. You, 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 you're saying no? I'm, I tend to disagree. I think we controlled them do very that. well. You're allowed to do that, Stephen. Whatever your with name is. With pleasure. I disagree with your choice of attire for this evening. A fluorescent yellow t-shirt. doesn't work well on the radio, it but doesn't. thank you anyway. <laughs> I'm going to take no lessons through you in dress sense, young man, I have to say. You're the last person on the planet I'm going to take any lessons from. But anyway, carry on. I think... I forgot what I was saying now. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Nigel de Jong, saying I'm, I think we need someone I think like we, that. No, I, I think we controlled them fairly well, actually. They had the ball... How many shots did they have? Not one, many. They one had target in 90 minutes. A couple from outside the box that, you, if that's what they're resorting to, you're happy with. We, we played well as a team. There's been so many occasions where we've come on here and said, we're a team of, or we're a bunch of individuals and you rely on one player to produce something. We actually have looked like a team in Kiev and we look like a team at Wembley. I was very high up yesterday, uh, almost at the back, and you could see you could see play develop a lot better than you can when you're lower down. And the back four just kept their shape almost throughout the game. They never really got um, attacked and, and disintegrated. They were the, a strong back four um, for the whole game. And that's down to company and the way the team was set up. 
But who are we going to replace company with? Well, he's not gone yet. No, but, but every time he's injured, we fall apart. And it's, that's not an understatement. And well, it, it's, it's, it can't carry on like that. And Otamendi, yes, looks much better with him. And in the minute he goes, he's terrible again. Well, we, we'll I'm sure, buy a centre-back. Um, if, it's, if it's somebody to replace company or to play alongside mm. him or to play with Otamendi, I don't know. But we, we need a third good centre-back. Dimitrelis, sure we'll he's there. I mean, what's wrong? Oh, he's going to go, isn't he? Sure. <laughs> I hope Shut so. Up. I hope so. <laughs> um, Vincent, man of the match performance, uh, worthy of the uh, of the accolade. Who else stood out for you? Yeah, I think you'd, if you're marking them out of ten, you'd probably give a lot of sevens. I don't think we were outstanding. We played well yeah, we and deserved the win. You could easily give everyone a seven. I thought Aguero actually, yeah, missed a couple of chances, but the amount of work he got through yeah. so often we just played the ball down the channel and yes he was against Colo Torre and, and Lucas who aren't or Lucas isn't a defender but he makes something out of nothing and creates a chance I thought Fernando played well giving him a bit of sick in the past but did well Fernandinho the whole back four I thought the full backs of, are our best two full backs this season company, yeah company can, can I Lisa just talk about maybe someone who wouldn't get the seven that uh, Stephen's given everybody I think there's probably one player in, uh, sort of in my notes yeah. that probably wouldn't quite make the seven mark you get less than that yes Sterling uh, Ster- yeah good, good. Yeah. I'll go with that yeah. and, the right answer I think it's the right answer on your first show you've got your first <laughs> quiz question right you are to be congratulated Fuck Sterling it. would do well to get a five in my book on, on your on your seven. I disagree yeah. I think he caused a lot of problems down their right hand side but he's not paid to give no, problems no, no. he's paid to stick the ball in the back no, of the but net he did they... create a lot of um, problems they were knocking him over he can't finish he can't Stuart Guardiola hang on Guardiola if he's worth what we're p- going to pay him he's got to sort that out get him on the training ground every day I want to hear from Lisa shooting I want to okay. hear from Lisa yeah. I've asked her the question okay. uh, 50, he, how much was it 50 million uh, 49 or something uh, <laughs> but some I don't think the number is necessarily important because as soon as we go into a deal it, you add 10 million but he He's just got a lot to learn, and he really couldn't cope with the noise from the Liverpool fans at all. So on Wednesday, I don't know what Pellegrini's going to do, but um, he might feel a bit better from the boost of the fact we won it. But I, I, I just don't think he can, can handle the pressure. I, I, think, I think in, the, in both the situations he had where he should have scored, and I think if someone like Iheanacho had been there, would have probably put the ball in the back of the net. Then, you know, he, he is very young, though, and he has got a lot to learn. But I, I, I think he needs... <laughs> I, I, think, I think we probably do need to lay off him a little bit because there's a lot of expectation on him. I think Lisa's touched on the two sides of Sterling. One being he is young and he's 21 and he's already a semi-regular for, for City, a regular for England and he will have to improve because he's 21 and got lots of potential. The flip side is he's already played more than 150 career games and I'm not sure he's any better now than he was when he first broke through. That might be being a touch harsh, but this season we've seen his decision-making isn't great. He's a bit tentative when he gets a shooting opportunity. So that, that you're conflicted with him because there's clearly so much ability and his pace and he, he's willing to learn, but I'm not sure he is learning 
quickly enough. I, I want to hear about. I want to give Stuart a chance to come back and, and, and give us kind of the argument okay. for Sterling. But before I do that, I, I just want to pick up what Lisa said. It was noticeable. I mean, the, the, the scouts are not the scousers alike anyway. But every time he went near the ball, they were absolutely vile and, and, and made life. And they did in the league game as well. And he didn't. He hardly had a kick in the league game as well. So that's twice. And I, I think you're right, Lisa. I think it did probably affect him. So, so Stuart, we want. I'm to not sure it did affect him. He's, he, he is supposed to be someone who doesn't get bothered by things like that. I thought he played okay I really do I think they doubled up on him all the time that, that creates space for other players I think we're being a little bit unfair if he'd have put those two balls in the back of the net he'd be our hero yes. so give if, him a break if your grandmother had it balls needs, she would have been your grandfather possibly but he needs to sort out his facial hair and his haircut which it's, is worse the facial hair like or the haircut he looks like a werewolf which is worse, the facial hair or the hair on top, would you say? If you had They're to, equal. If you could only change one, we need a decision from you here, Stuart. Um, Which is worse? The facial hair. Facial hair needs to go? Yeah. Okay, that's helpful. Um, <laughs> and do you want to talk about anything uh, else about the cup final? How, how did it feel? How did it feel? You've, you've had a few cup finals yeah. in your time. It's very nerve-wracking, I have to say. Um, although I wasn't that nervous during the penalty shootout, because I think watching it on TV, you, you get more nervous because you're... A lot closer to the action, I think. I thought our penalties were magnificent, apart from Fernandinho, who hit, hit the post. I don't think the saves that um, the keeper made were extraordinary. I think two of them were not that difficult. But, but he guessed right, he guessed right, he, didn't he? He, get, he didn't guess. He, yeah. said, he claims that he, he waited yeah. and waited, and, yeah. and that's a good idea. Nobody hit the ball down the middle. No. Nobody, not from any either side, which you normally see a lot of, because the keeper's going one where they just bash it down the middle. I don't think I've ever seen Navas quite as pumped up as that. Mm, as was, that, yeah. that, that was very I think he was as surprised as we were that he scored. I, I'm, yeah, sure, no. I'm, sure, I'm sure it's the relief of actually seeing a ball. I was surprised, the... actually, he's speaking he about this with, with other fans, that he... A took a penalty, but B took the second one. There must—I'm sure the club have done stats and analysis into you keep your best penalty takers to third and fourth because yeah. Yaya and Aguero are ours. But they must have—they must have on the training ground. They must have practiced those penalties. They would have known who's on the pitch. It wasn't any great. I'm sure it wasn't a last-minute decision that Navas was going to take the second penalty. That was planned and organised. But interesting and- that, as fans, we many of us would have said, "Well, you start with Aguero, you get." Aguero and Yaya you get your one yeah, or two yeah. on the board yeah. but actually it, it was just interesting Fernandinho I thought he would have scored whereas Navas would have missed but actually <laughs> Navas Aguero and Yaya's penalties all hit the side netting first It was, and Fernandinho's actually hit the post so yeah. they, they were clearly aiming at such a tight yeah. narrow yeah. space I say that, that, you, you good at penalty shootouts you get nervous just turn your back I'm terrible I didn't <laughs> watch the first two so I didn't watch their first one I didn't watch Fernandinho's and then I decided I'd watch through a gap in the crowd I was still sitting down <laughs> my dad was sitting next to me watching it on the screen and um and then, well, yeah, it was all right. And yeah, it was it was a lot easier than the only, well. The only other one I remember watching live was Gillingham. Mm. Well, yeah. there's lots of similarities. So it would have been hilarious, wouldn't it? Of course, if Caballero had gone off running around, I was <laughs> I was just hoping in a way that he could would, sort yeah. of the Nicky Weaver run and everybody chasing after him. I think I think it, I heard on TV when I got back home that it was our first penalty shooter in seven years. Well, we we had to do one against M- Mitchell Land. Mitchell, no, we didn't. That wasn't. Didn't, no, we won on an away goal, own goal, in the last minute. But um, Liverpool have had two penalty shootout wins this season: Carlisle and Stoke, and they won the Champions League with a penalty shootout. So they're pretty practiced at it, and we're not. 
and yet we were our penalties were all superb apart from the first and uh, we've had people sort of contacting me in particular ha- insisting i have to raise the whole issue of referees and penalties again yes um so I, here i am i'll lay myself open to you then Stuart. here's your opportunity a, a clear penalty on kun aguero correct not, not given not anymore. seen not given i'm not saying, Mis- I'm not saying anymore because your attitude to new technology is wrong and you're backward <laughs> You are. Don't sit on the fence, Stuart. I'm Tell not sitting you. on the fence because we've got technology. We don't use it. Why not? You tell me. Stephen, answer his question for him. Well, I've not seen a replay of the Aguero incident. It looked live like a penalty. I actually disagree that we should use technology for decisions like that. I think for line decisions, as with the Hawkeye, for, for has the ball crossed the line, is it a goal? I think for offside... It's either, it's binary, it's either offside or it's onside. With any foul, there's a, a measure of subjectivity to it. And what an intelligent, I might have got your name wrong and I apologise profusely. What an intelligent young man. Listen to this person, no, and I, we, I'm listen, not We've not had Lisa on the show before. This is her opportunity and I have no idea what her view is. I'd be interested to know. Many, many times we've had this, I'm a referee, you may not know this, Lisa. I'm a referee and therefore I'm against. Would you have I, given that penalty? I'm just you, talking to Lisa Can I just point out, you no, have you refereed can't. a game that I've played in and I can say that you're a poor referee. That's nice. Would you, so, would you have so given not that only, penalty? Not only do I dress badly, but I'm a poor referee as well. Thank would you, Would you have given that penalty? Stuart, can I, can I just come to Lisa? I'll come well, back to Was there any doubt in your mind? Not in my mind for a while, but I was, I was, you know, not quite as far north as you were up the stand. I was in the lower tier. It looked like a penalty to me, yeah, but I, Mr. Oliver was a lot closer to me. We're talking about technology now. We're not talking about was it a penalty or not. It's, as the law says, if in the opinion of the referee. And Stephen's right. You know, there is subject, it's about opinion. You have to change the law completely if you bring, you know, if in the opinion of the panel it's going to go and, and all that stuff. So, Lisa, sorry to, to delay the question but Stuart was interrupting. So, Lisa, your view about technology, it would help, Stuart says, in that situation. Um, well, I thought I would agree with him, and I think I still do, but what Stephen says, I, have a, I understand what you're saying, but why not just have two or three people watching it? Well, then, then you're going by... Look, the Aguero, I think <coughs> we all agree it was a foul. Yeah. There will be one on Wednesday where some... You watch it on TV, some pundits will go... You've seen them given, I think it was a penalty. The next pundit will go, not enough for me. Effectively, you're taking the decision from the referee to two referees in the stand. Exactly. What do you do if they disagree? Yeah, the solicitors have often said there are four out there already. You know, in European games, there's six out there already. You know, how many more do you want? You know, man to man marking. Yeah, but none of them have got a replay available. Correct. But I just, anyway, we've been here, so I'm sure the listeners are bored of this. So I think we're going to, I wanted to hear hear Lisa's view because I respect her view and uh, we know what yours is and we know what mine is. And we're probably never going to agree. We're never going to agree. No, and and Stephen and I are never going to agree. Apparently, our referee game is played in. I can't remember which one that would be. He gave a a throw in against me (laughs) when it clearly came off the other guy. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. If only you had a video replay. I'm going to say, I wonder what that game was. You have to tell me later what that game was. Anyway, um, so we, listen, we've got a trophy in the cabinet and it does mean that uh, Manuel Pellegrini is going to sort of, whatever happens, and I know you're not the hugest fan, but he's won three trophies in three, at least three trophies in three seasons. We're still in two more and it shows that his decision making about selection and everything else, and we were together at the Chelsea FA Cup debacle, um, it's showing that, you know, that the season's coming together nicely. We know what happened in Europe and you know, the Premier League is not, you know, it's not out of our control completely you know we're still in with the shout we come from behind on more than one occasion we have 
it's far-fetched to suggest we'll win the Premier League. If any of the top four are to go on a run and win six or seven on the trot, I think that will be us because we've done it in the past and we've got the players. Yep. The way we played last season in the Premier League and the way we've played this season, I think you'd have to say Pellegrini has failed. If the only cup we win this year is the Capital One Cup, which means from the last two years we've won one trophy, again, I think you could argue he's failed. Yes, he's won three trophies and, and brilliant, and they're all great days out for us. Are we a better team now than when he first arrived? I'm not convinced we are. We've got Lisa agreeing with you. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, and I, I don't think what he did for the FA Cup was the right thing to do. I don't see why we couldn't have played a... Even just changed a few of the players... I, I, I just still and, and I'm not talking about the youngsters I'm talking about the more experienced players that he played he should have played different ones in those positions I, st- I think we had a better chance of winning the FA Cup than we do of winning the league or the Champions League I know that the powers that be want us to go further in the Champions League but realistically barring a miracle we are not going to win it and who, who is? In, in, your in the view. Champions League? No, in the Premier League. Who, who in your view, do you think? Because cause Leicester won again, nil-nil they were, 89th minute, they got another win, another three points. It pains me to say it, but I think Spurs will win the league. Oh, dear. I think you said earlier worse, that we have... Worse. But it really pains, believe come, me, it pains me to say it. <laughs> we have come from behind before, like you said earlier, but that's when there's only been one other team that mm. we needed to overhaul. Now we've got three teams that we need to drop away. It's... Very far-fetched, I would say. And, and it's I, not impossible. I obviously. also think Spurs are a better team than we are. Well, like overall, this season. Yeah. I mean, I'd, funnily enough, I don't think we deserve to lose the home match. I mean, there are most games this season. I think we've been lucky, got a better result than we deserved, or got exactly what we deserved. But that was one that I felt we didn't deserve to lose. But you know, you can't lose twice to the teams around you and expect to win the league. I think it's very unlikely. You're still going with Leicester, are you? Or do you think that bubble is going to burst eventually? Oh, or? Absolutely no idea. <laughs> you can make an argument for all four. Yeah. But just while Lisa mentioned the FA Cup game and the kids getting a chance, what a brilliant gesture it was yesterday from David Silva, who's won everything in the game, absolutely. the World Cup, the lot, to give his winner's medal to Manu Garcia who made his debut for City in the, this year's competition. The round after he scored he scored, and has had his chances. Didn't get a winner's medal because he wasn't in the squad yesterday. Brilliant touch from Silva to give it to Manu. And I think if you add to that as well, you think of our, our, our captain who immediately, at the end of the at full time, uh, oh, sorry, at the end of the penalties, his first reaction was to go over and console the Liverpool players and shake everyone. And I think also mm. uh, Zabaleta did the same thing just afterwards as well. And I think that's class, isn't it? You know, from City players to go over and sort of take, you know, shake them all by the hand. I think the much maligned Sterling by you three um, went off. Didn't he? Didn't mm-hmm. appear on the yep. whatever that platform is, yep. and I think he may have gone to the Liverpool dressing room. I don't know, but he, but he, he didn't go with the team. He, he wasn't on, on any Instagram after the game that Pardon? that great to win his first trophy, but hard right. to celebrate against when it's Liverpool. against friends. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Would have been nice if he'd celebrated against their fans. They were Sturridge there. They'd left. Sturridge was crying. Good, good point, well made. Sturridge was crying and yeah. was una- unable to take a penalty because he was too tired. Yeah, and he's. Torn a tear duct, I believe. Is, is, Apparently, is, 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 could, could, be could, could be out for a while with a torn tear duct, which I rather liked. Yeah. Um, can we, uh, before we move on, um, our brand new iPhone app has been updated and is absolutely free. 
Uh, it's at the iTunes store. It's a thing of beauty with all your shows there, videos, news, etc. Download it and leave us a nice review. And all the links to our Facebook page, Twitter, and details of our fantastic phone app are all at citypodcast.net. And join us on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Twitter as well, um, at City Podcast. Can we just kind of look forward then? Uh, and a piece of silverware, albeit the Capital One Cup in, in the cabinet. Let's look forward to this week. Uh, and we have a trip to Anfield on Wednesday night to meet Liverpool. So that's... Uh, How difficult th- will it be to get the players up for that game? I think that's three, three points in the bag, isn't it, yeah, Stuart, away at Liverpool? Well, I don't thought. know about that, but uh, you know, it depends on what their reaction is and how much they've celebrated or not. Um, it's going to be difficult, I think. I mean, they did look absolutely knackered, I have to say. They looked yeah. absolutely out on their feet. Well, I think both teams did, actually. It yeah. depends who recovers the best and who's yeah. mentally stronger. I don't yeah. know if it does or not. But Liverpool, I suppose, you know, they'll have their... They'll want to get a, a, some sort of European spot, won't they? And they're not particularly well-placed. Yeah. They'll need to win that to have any chance now that trophy. Yeah. You know, not got it's a tough one, I would it say. Yeah. Um, thoughts of uh, how tough it is and what our chances are I mean Stephen will have no idea he d- doesn't like to predict these things so I thought I might as well come to you first Lisa um, yeah it will be tough but I think we can't afford to lose but will um, a draw be enough Lisa not enough to win the league but I'm no. actually more concerned about finishing in the top four top four yeah, yeah. Um, because uh, if we can carry on the way we've been playing but I say this I've said this a few times this season it never happens if we can carry on like this then I don't think we need to worry about finishing in the top four we're a hugely odds on finishing the top four by the way about six to one on um, go on then give us your view Mr. Mr. View no what's the view from my blue then um, <laughs> I agree with what Stuart and Lisa say it's it's impossible to know how both teams will recover. Liverpool mentally, can they come back? They've had a hard 90 minutes in the Europa League. Yeah. 120 minutes with that, to lose a game in that way. They'll be shattered physically and mentally. But I guess with the crowd behind them at home, that will help them. Um, someone like Yaya in all the dressing room scenes after the game could barely move. <laughs> Actually yeah, moving right. quicker than he does on the pitch. <laughs> It was funny. But there are his leg behind him. <laughs> there are a, f- a few of our team looked out on their feet, and we've not got a huge amount of strength in depth at the minute. I think it will be a tough game. And in any normal circumstances, you'd take a point. We need to win. You might play the team that played at Chelsea. No, 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 I'm no. joking. That's what I was going to say for me. You had a very serious face there, Mr. Broggin. That was very impressive. I thought you were serious for a minute. Uh, it will be interesting to see. I think you'll give a couple of youngsters a, a, possibly a chance because Do you need to not... rest some players. No, I, I think he's more likely to so? do that the weekend think... after okay. against yeah. Aston Villa. Exactly. He'll probably ask for one more big. Effort. We haven't got many changes we can make. Well, well exactly. I think he's going to. I think he's got. He's got no choice. Having done that in the FA Cup, he's, yeah. he's put his yeah, 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 set yeah. his stall out for. He's in a bit of a corner. He is now. Now I think he's got to pay injuries. Side, he's got a pace, a stronger squad. Do you see any? I have any a changes? feeling he'll play Kolarov. I definitely wouldn't, but um, I think he might do that. I would leave that till Villa, but I just have a feeling if he's yeah. if he he'll probably start with Zabalata and Kolarov. I that's what I'm think, con- slightly concerned about. I think Kolarov might play left wing. Well, that's because what he's I think Yaya will miss it just yeah. the way he was moving after the game so you'd think Fernandinho has to go back to central Navas in on the right and Kolarov could play on the left Bonnie might come into it Kalecci Aguero's played a lot of football Aguero's and you can't risk him end, getting injured but that's it there might be three four changes 
Okay. I, I do want to have to say, I, I do want to give you a chance, Lisa, to talk about colour, because when we met on the train, uh, you and I, with your sky blue and white scarf on, which is why you're here on the show, um, you did mention that Alexander Kolarov was maybe not your favourite player. You, you've got a minute or 30 seconds on all your problems with Alexander Kolarov, please. A great servant to Manchester City Football Club, many trophies, many medals around his neck. Help us understand what your problem is with him. It's not going to take me 30 seconds. He can't defend. <laughs> He's not a defender. Or run, or pass, or, or tackle. <laughs> I mean, I, w- I would, if I played him at all, I would play him on, on the left wing. I, I, he's there as a left back, though, and he just isn't a left back. And I don't know, how much did we pay for him? £18 million pounds or something ridiculous? I just can't. Alex Kolarov has blocked me on Twitter, by the way. For all the things Good you've... to know that he can block something. Hey! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I think we should finish there. That's absolutely fantastic. Listen, uh... We've got a trophy in the cabinet, and you know we've had a day out at Wembley. We've beaten the Scousers, uh, tense penalty shootout, but we've we've won some silverware, and we're still we're still in two other competitions. So it's looking good for the Blues, and it's been great having you all here, uh, even if I don't know what your name is. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> Stephen Allwise, a view from a blue. Stuart Brodkin. Brodkin. Even. <laughs> I must try harder. And Lisa Rubinowitz, thank you very much for your time. This is Nigel Rothband saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all very soon. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.